Welcome to Unabashed You, conversations to become who you already are. The focus at UY is to be who you are without apology, for you are one of a kind, without equal. Be encouraged as these conversations will help you think, celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. Your companion to the whimsy and beauty of the human spirit, Rochelle Condi now. Bruce Rosenberg is today's guest. We met him and his wife, Anne, when they invited us to lunch on the very first day in Lyon, France, as we were all enjoying the town before we embarked on the ship. It was a lovely outing, and we all became fast friends. Bruce and I share a deep love of movies and TV shows. I appreciate how Bruce looks at things and also the depth of his character. Is it any wonder I would invite him on the show? Today, I want to welcome to the show, Bruce Rosenberg. We met Bruce and his wife, Anne, on our river cruise, Colors of Provence on Ama Waterways, and they are worth anything you've ever heard about them and more because it's a fantastic line. I instantly connected with Bruce as we both have a, a fierce love of movies and we had a lot of fun talking about movies and spending time with he and his wife while we were on the ship. Oh, they are new friends to us. So welcome to the show, Bruce. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. My pleasure. Is there anything you want the listeners to know to start? Well, I, I thought I would uh, perhaps give a little bit of an overview, maybe just start with just some of the obligatory factual vitals. <laughs> okay. That gives, that gives the quick overview. Um, so I, um, I'm 74. I was born May 13th, 1948. The, uh, the significance of the date is about uh, what would be six or seven hours in a, a time zone ahead. That was the day that the state of Israel was declared. My mother <gasps> thought of that as the, uh, the world event that I was connected to. Wow. I was, I was born and raised in Brooklyn. I went through all of uh, grade school and high school there, attended Brooklyn College as an undergraduate, and later went on to Ohio State, and I got a... PhD in the physical sciences. Uh, I spent, uh, in terms of the professional side, 30 plus years in the defense aerospace industry. Mm -hmm. And that, uh, that kind of connected me to the, uh, to the mission of, of our armed forces and our, my, my dedication and respect for our men and women who serve. Uh, I've been married to my wife, Anne. It will be 52 years in September. Uh, She's also from Brooklyn. We met at a uh, mixer at my, uh, when I was an undergraduate. I have two daughters, 47 and 43. 47-year-old is, is married, and I have a 19-and-a-half-year-old <laughs> grandson who just finished his freshman year at the University of Massachusetts Amherst. Um, as I said, I have a, a deep respect for our democracy and our armed forces that, that uh, serve us all. Uh, some, some personal quips, or let's call it just some behavioral philosophies, just as part of the overview. So just as you've said, Rochelle, I, uh, I'm a, uh, addicted to movies and also the, uh, the small screen, the TV. And I, uh, I often uh, quip that I live my life vicariously through movies. Um, sometimes, I, uh, having watched various movies or whatever, I, I'll often muse Boy, what, what if I uh, had gone in a different direction in life? Um, Tom Hanks in the movie Philadelphia says, you know, as a lawyer, 
I love the law because every once in a while you get to do something good. So I, I often at times can mm-hmm. daydream about if I was a lawyer or a politician and what I would do in this country. Mm. Uh, perhaps a, uh, another one of my philosophies that I often share with other younger people, uh, it, there was a movie in the late 1980s, Barbara Streisand, a well-known movie called Yentl. It's about a... Uh, young girl who's growing up in a, uh, an orthodox home where, where learning and education is, is, is not allowed for, for women. Unfortunately, we still see some of that in different parts of the world today. But she has this great thirst of knowledge, um, and she asks a question which becomes a theme song, where is it written what I'm meant to be? And, and I often think about that, and when I speak to people, I tell them nothing is written, you get to choose what you want to be. And one of the wonders of, of our life is you get to reinvent yourself over and over again if that's what you choose to do. And I probably have done it in some cases. So that's kind of the quick overview. Wow, that's fantastic, Bruce. And I'm, I'm learning more about you, but hearing a lot of what you had to say about your earlier life and um, the philosophies that you've grabbed onto and hold dear and some of those came from your life experiences and some of those came from movies or TV. In other words, stories. I think we're yes. all very attracted to stories and seeing and watching how other people do things and then trying it on and seeing what I do it that way. I don't know. And, and I think that's one of the reasons why um, you and I like movies so much, stories so much, is for that very reason. Yes. Yes. They teach us life's lessons in, 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 in many ways. Yes, I, I yes, absolutely. Now, what three words would you use to describe yourself, Bruce? Oh, judgmental. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Intense. <laughs> if my wife was here, she would double down on that. <laughs> and I would say humorous. Um, oh, I, um, I, I, I like to joke around and I'm not afraid. <laughs> fun even at myself sometimes in a, in a self-deprecating way yes absolutely love that all right Bruce two truths and a lie do you know how this goes you say three things one of them isn't true and then I try to figure out which one isn't oh, true oh okay I, I I had it wrong I was going to give you um okay so so it's three things okay I'll give two you the three things th- okay. two things are true one thing is okay. not true and then I try to figure out which isn't true so it's two of the things are true one of the thing is a lie well, this is going to be fairly easy for you okay good <laughs> okay so um I guess first I try to hold myself and others to some you know some standards rules of behavior rules of law civic civic civil behavior although I I admit there are times that, that I may fall short. Right. I guess the second is, is that uh, professionally, I, I tend to respect those the most who work the hardest. Uh, again, another life lesson from, uh, from graduate school and that uh, we all have whatever our skills or intellect, but uh, what you always must demonstrate is hard work. And here's mm-hmm. the call for you that I'll toss up. I'm the best father and husband you could ever. <laughs> okay, so you figure out which one is the lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
your wife and your girls might say they're the best father and husband ever. I'm just not sure that's empirically we could we could you know absolutely say without a shadow of a doubt that that it's yes. <laughs> true. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I believe though that you are you you hold people and yourself to certain standards, which I think is a, a really good way to live. In other words, you you're expecting kind of some decency of people, and that you do respect people who work hard. I mean, I, I think that those are admirable things to hold dear. And I, I think on some level, you are the best father and husband, Bruce. <laughs> well, well, you know, you know, if I can, to the, to the aspect of, uh, of hard work, um, when, when I was interviewing prospective thesis advisors in graduate school, and, uh, you know, my advisor, may he rest in peace, is no longer here, and I'm not sure he would remember this, but he himself, when we were talking, had basically said, again, this is kind of a, a paraphrase, a colloquialism. He had so many words that said, you know, Bruce, you are what you are in terms of where your intellect is. You know, I, I could never have gotten a PhD in MIT, you know, that, 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 to be blunt. He said to me, so in the end, you know, we will craft a doctoral program with which you're going to have to work hard. It will be within your reach. It won't be easy, but it will be within your reach, given, you know, your, your dedication and commitment to working hard. I then carried that forward with me as, as I moved up the corporate ranks and I had people working for me and what I expected of them. And that's where, again, I began to, to feel that those that work the hardest, I can depend upon them. I can, again, match an assignment with their skill set, knowing that they'll achieve it. Uh, so that work ethic was, was, was critical. And in the people that were my colleagues or subordinates, the thing that I, that I had to have and knew that I had to have in order to gain their respect was to show them my dedication. So we might be in a project or a proposal where we were working seven days a week and I might not be able to make a technical contribution to what they were developing, but I damn well, pardon my, my, my French, I, I was going to be there with them, you know, day and night, whatever I need to do. If you need me to make copies, I'll make copies. But to show you that, again, my time, because I was an executive, wasn't any more valuable than your time. Oh, gosh, that's that's really a wonderful way to approach. So, you know, I... I um, I think I can truthfully say that I always maintain the respect of, of my peers and my subordinates and also my, you know, my, my, my direct boss. Right. I think that's absolutely admirable, Bruce. And that comes through in your character. I, I appreciate that about you. All right. We get to some of the fun stuff, Bruce, one of yes. your favorite movies of all time, just one. I know you have lots. Oh, I, I, really, I was going to violate you. I was going to tell you too. So okay, go ahead, go ahead. Let me give you let me give you two because there sure. I, I, I like a lot of different genres, but I think um so Casablanca, 1942 movie, Humphrey Bogard, Ingrid Bergman. The story is powerful, the cast is obviously phenomenal, it won Academy Award, and, and it's just a, a story that uh you know of the courage of people at that time in the world. And the second one, uh, probably showing my humorous <laughs> dark side, is uh, John Landis's 
animal house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love that they're really opposite ends of the spectrum. Yes. You know, that's, that's good. And you do really appreciate a wide variety. Oh, yes. Yes. That's wonderful. Bruce and I will say that we did quite well together as a part of a part of our team for the trivia night on the boat. We Yes. (laughs) You're right. You're right. We enjoyed that part very much. And Bruce, with name of share with us a person that inspires you. Again, you get a double header. Good. Let's do it. Okay. So John Kennedy, um, you know, I, I just think everything about him, you know, the he he is as the book he wrote, Profiles and Courage. Um, so I've, I've, I've always been enamored with, 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 uh, with President Kennedy. And the other one, again, back to my, uh, my technical roots would, would be Einstein, who um, has a person who, who had this phenomenal intellect, a patent clerk, and we're still validating his theories. So, you know, both the science side and the, the government, the uh, Kennedy. Right. Wow. I like that. That's, I mean, we haven't had either one of those mentioned. Yes. So that, that's fun to have two completely new and different ones. And, you know, again, you know, you've, you've liked them for, for different reasons. And yes. thank you for sharing those with us. And what's a piece of wisdom you keep handy, Bruce? Okay. Um, I, I tend to think all over and over again of that line from Hamlet, know thyself and to thy own self be true. Um, I, I know it may sound a little bit corny or whatever, yeah. but, but, you know, I, um, I find that whatever I do, I have to know what my own limits are. I have to know my own likes and dislikes. I have to know, you know, what will, what will excite me and what will anger me? Uh, what are the situations that, that I want to be in based upon my personality and what I don't want to? So um, it, it, it's know yourself, characterize yourself uh, and, and be true to it. Yeah, that's, <clears throat> that's very profound. And that's something that we do talk a lot about on this show is, you know, figuring out who you are, discover who you are, and then be that and don't be apologetic for being that. And, and like you say, no, know your limits, no, yes. you know, you know, don't intentionally trigger yourself. If, yeah. if you know that certain situations or what have you are not really for you, that's okay. I mean, we all have yeah. limits. We all have limits. I, I think it's, I think again, um, it, in another way of thinking about it, you know, right now we, we find, oh, we, we subject children and other people to these strict standards of behavior, what's expected of you and so on. And I, I think much as I know you, you were addressing in your podcast, um, there, the only norm you want is, is, is what's a norm for yourself that fits. Right. It's got to make sense to you. Don't allow yourself to be to be pushed into some norm that's not you. Right, exactly. That's a really good point. Thank you for that. And, and that I really feel that that's true and that we need to lean into that more as individuals. Yes. All right. So now we're going to talk about our trip. Les Voyages Francais is what we're calling it, the trip to France. Yes. Why did you choose to go on a river cruise in France? Well, 
Uh, first, France, I guess. We had always been intrigued uh, you know, with, with France as a country. We had been uh, to Paris before even this river cruise. Uh, and we've been to other parts of France, Normandy and so on. We were intrigued by this particular cruise because of the area it was going in, you know, Provence and Lyon and Avignon, a place that has a lot of history that we all learned about, as well as um, something that's well known for its cuisine and its, and its wines and so forth. So the area itself was, was, a, was attractive. Uh, river cruises themselves, I think I had probably had mentioned this to you while we were on the river cruise together. Uh, it, it's, uh, it affords you an opportunity to have kind of a floating hotel. So you <laughs> yeah. unpack once and, 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 and you're there and you're in the same room at night and your meals are, are very comfortable. So it, it, it itself allows for something of a, uh, of a reasonable pace. Right. Yeah. The, the thing that I learned after my first river cruise, I, I probably knew it before that. And certainly this river cruise is a validation you have to view a river cruise as kind of a drive-by. I think I used that phrase. <laughs> okay, together. good. So you're going to be in each of these ports for maybe maybe a day, but you'll get four or six or eight hours to tour around. And so when you're picking an itinerary, I think it's it's important on a river cruise that you look at the towns or the cities you're going to be in. And if you think that it's something that really demands multiple days as let's say if you were on the Danube, uh, Budapest or uh, Vienna, then you need to have that as either a pre or a post cruise, much as we had uh, Paris and Barcelona. So um, I would encourage people when you take a river cruise, look at the itinerary and make sure that, that the uh, length of time you're going to be there satisfies your needs. And this one did. And uh, we were quite happy with the pre and post as well, with the exception. Mm-hmm contracting COVID. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Quite a few of us from the ship did end up getting yes. COVID in the, in the post uh, river cruise part of the trip. Unbelievable. Yes. What's a favorite memory from the trip? Well, obviously, you know, the, I, I think the standard answer everyone would expect and, it, and it's always true is, is, is the people that you meet. Yes. Parts of the country and so on. So as we met you and Ron and, and some other folks from, from South Jersey. So you get to meet people from other parts of the country and you find out that you actually have a good deal in common and you share a good deal of, of values and interests with them while living in, in, in other places. Um, there's, there's also, you know, again, the the memories that that you actually capture having been, whether it's uh, certain landscapes or historical sites. So, you know, we've gotten to enjoy Europe. Uh, You know, we only started traveling about 12 years ago. And, uh, you know, the United States has has unsurpassed geographical beauty, but uh, it's hard to compare the the history of, of this country with Europe. We measure history in, in centuries, and they measure history in millennia. So, <laughs> you know, the river cruise was 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 quite enjoyable. All the various towns we were in, uh, the opportunity to go to wineries, um, Paris before Barcelona afterwards. So, uh, it was enjoyable. And again, uh, having been able to spend uh, all of our meals with you and Ron, a few other people, that was a pleasure. 
It was, it truly was. And I agree. It's, it's the people you meet. I mean, I, I love seeing all the historic kinds of things and I, I, I very much enjoyed everywhere we went, but I would say, yes, definitely the people. Is there somewhere you and Anne haven't been that you want to go? Oh yes. Oh yes. We've, we've, we've got a bucket list. Um, Australia, New Zealand, Greece, um, maybe Iceland, the Galapagos. I have a friend who tells me that uh, the Galapagos may be the most exciting trip he's ever taken. So wow. we still have a, uh, a bucket list uh, that we're working through and um, hopefully we'll, we'll get to do most, if not all of them. Oh, wonderful. Do you have a travel tip? Your best yeah, travel, yes. best travel oh, tips? Oh, yes. Uh, pack light. It's not, it's not a trip that Anna and I have taken where once we're on the trip, actually, even before we leave, we're already saying we overpack, we overpack. And that kind of resurfaces over and over again while we're on that trip. We get angry with ourselves saying we're going to do this better next time and <laughs> next time comes around and we still don't do it right. So pack light. Uh, one of the things that we did take advantage of in this last trip is we did do laundry on the ship and uh, we actually unfortunately had to do laundry again during during our extended stay. But, you know, take advantage of the fact that uh, you, know, you may be able to do things during the trip and you don't have to pack for all 16 or 18 or 20 days. Right. Those are good tips. What is something you can't travel without? Oh, well, okay. So there's the there's obviously the the simple, the proverbials, you know, the the medicines and and so on. But there's also the cell phone to stay connected. Um, I I always take my camera and I take a notebook. I don't know if you had watched me at all, but uh, while I'm taking pictures, I'm writing down in a notebook. I start out with the date on 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 a notebook, and then we'll write down notes that pictures of, let's say, this castle or that. And I, I do that because after our first trip to Italy back in 2010, I didn't have any notes. And, uh, you know, I started to look at the pictures afterwards and I, I didn't have a clue where they were. I mean, you know, I, I, there were some dates, but I, but I couldn't easily align all the pictures with the sites in, in my mind that I was at. So, now I try to write a notebook, and then when I when I do develop the pictures and put a scrapbook together, I'm, I'm pretty certain exactly where I am. Oh, that's a really good idea because yeah. uh, you know you can capture some inf- information. That the phones are so smart now that they tell us you know where where you were when you took it and the day and the time and all of that. But even taking it a step further and coming up with even more information because you're right. I've looked at some of our pictures and it's like, oh, yeah, that was somewhere. <laughs> I don't really remember where. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Where? So where is your next big trip? Oh, it is Australia and New Zealand. Oh, wonderful. Next, next March, we're going on a, uh, it's a land trip that also has about five or six intra-charter flights. So we, um, we're leaving I was supposed to be in in uh, Sydney, Australia on I think it's maybe March 5th 
And then it's like 20 to 21 days between, just divided equally between Australia and New Zealand. Uh, and between our time heading out on the West Coast, make sure we get a couple of days going out, especially because there could be winter storms, these days here on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Coming back, probably just wanted to spend a few days decompressing. I think we'll probably be gone close to uh, to a month. So that's wow. That would be a long haul for us. That is a big trip, but how how fun! What a great adventure! Yeah, we're look we're looking forward to it. Uh, that was that, as I said, that that's number one on our bucket list, and we've got it now planned. Oh, very good. So you you planned in advance. That's quite a bit in advance. We actually we're. Uh, we're traveling with a company that we've traveled with before called Tauk, T-A-U-C-K. We've taken eight trips with them, uh, five in Europe and three in national parks here in the U.S. and Canada. And they book up pretty quickly. They only allow a maximum of, I think, 40 people. And we actually put our name down before they even formally had a pricing for it. I think it was last August. So roughly about two years in advance. Um, that we did it. So March lines up. It's like their last, you know, the six months out, you know, our, our winter is their summer and vice versa. So March would be equivalent to figure September here in the Northeast. I mean, in San Diego, it's always uh, <laughs> spring. You never have a summer or a winter. Well, especially on the coast. We do, yes. we do have a summer, but like today it's, you know, a little cloudy here at the beach. It just is. Yes. Okay. So Australia, New Zealand, it'd be gone yes. for about a month. That is very exciting. And I know you like them for land cruises. And I think you like Ama Waterways for river, correct? Yes. Ama was very nice. Yes. Ama was very nice for a river. I mean, we, uh, we enjoyed our company. I think they, they, um, they scheduled everything impeccably well. Uh, we obviously, I think had a, uh, a phenomenal uh, cruise director uh, in Camille. Mm-hmm. You know, she was witty and uh, charming and, um, you know, adept at, 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 you know, hurting us cats all day long. <laughs> yes, she was. Yes. She definitely was. All right. Is there anything in conclusion, Bruce, that you'd like to share with us or say? Yeah, I would say, you know, listen, Take whatever opportunity you can to travel. I um, I was a workaholic. That could have probably been another uh, one of the uh, words that you wanted if there was a fourth. We didn't take very many vacations. And, and often when I did take a vacation while working, I had that laptop with me and uh, would invariably call back to the office at some point. If we were skiing out west, I took advantage of the time difference and so by mid to late afternoon, and when I was done, I was calling back East Coast. Um, so I was always tethered to it, and I don't think we ever went away for more than a week. I mean, there was just no way that I could be gone from the office. So we started traveling a little bit late in life, and I would tell people, take every opportunity you can. Uh, don't put off for tomorrow, as the saying goes, which you can do today. Right. Just- and, and enjoy, you know, this is a world that has a lot of, lot to offer in history and culture, uh, landscapes. Um, so we've been traveling now with the exception of that uh, year or two with COVID. We've tried to take one or two major trips every year. And uh, 
you know, we're, we're enjoying ourselves and hopefully uh, God willing with good health will continue to. Right. Exactly. Well, thank you for that, Bruce. And thank you so much for coming on the show. I really enjoyed getting to know you and Anne. I know Ron and I Likewise. both did. Yes. Thank you. And it just was so much fun to have meals together. And we did take a couple of excursions together and we did play hooky together that yes. last day. We said, yes. no, we're not going on any excursions. Yes. We're, we're going to just much tiring. Yeah. And that day was particularly hot. So yeah, we had fun playing hooky. Thank you so much. I'm very grateful that our paths crossed and we got to spend that time with you. And I look forward to continuing the friendship. I look forward to it as well. And uh, as I said, you know, I'm, I'm certain sometime in the next year or two, we'll, we'll be uh, traveling through the West coast to California, and we will definitely uh, connect again with, with, with you and Ron. Absolutely. Thank you, Bruce. Thanks for being you. Thank you. Take care. Well, say hi to Anne. I will stay well. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye Bye. It was a delight having this conversation with Bruce. I learned more about how he looks at the stories told in movies and TV that can become life lessons how he admires both Kennedy and Einstein, and the importance of really knowing yourself. And yes, you can reinvent yourself at any time. He's my kind of guy. The Unabashed You website has a page for each guest, filled with photos, quotes, and a blog with embedded audio at unabashedyou.com. You can find the show on other podcast platforms. Want to lend your support and encouragement? We invite you to subscribe, follow, rate, review, and share. On Instagram and Facebook, you can find us under Unabashed You. If you want to connect, the email is unabashedyou at gmail.com for questions, comments, and anything else. If you want to be part of our weekly emailing list highlighting the week's episode, give us a shout. We'd be happy to add you, and your info will never be shared. Website visits, social media, and word of mouth in sharing these episodes makes us discoverable, so thanks for your support there. We want these conversations to help you think celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. Be encouraged as you continue to listen, read, and be inspired. And now a prayer. Lord, I go with you. I am safe with you. I do not travel alone. For your hand is upon me. Your protection is divine. Besides, in front and behind, you encircle my life. For I am yours and you are mine. Amen. Of course, things happen. We know that. Yet we remain faithful to the one who knows best. So today, be unabashed. Be you.